0: Show. featuring our podcast one more thing get more info at armstrongandgetty.com we're talking about the 13 most unintentionally creepy love songs ever written uh again unintentionally creepy not songs that are specifically intended to be shocking
1: most love songs are creepy in some manner they're either like you're super codependent like yes just sadly codependent right Right. Or you have fallen in love way too fast to be healthy. <laughs> Some of the songs. Yeah. Or um, um, or you're a stalker. You're clearly a stalker.
0: There, then there's also the phenomenon that, and nobody cared at the time, there were love songs that specifically cited the girl's age as 16 or 17 oh, or whatever. Yeah. And it was about teenage love. So it was okay, but it was sung by adults. Yeah. And, which is a little R. Kelly-ish for me. You know, but just in retrospect. But
1: and then there's uh, one more angle. Just there. gave
0: myself a paper cut, son of. A oh, eye. put some lemon and salt on it. on your <laughs> eye. It'll heal right on, on your eye.
2: Right on my eye, <laughs> <laughs> the worst place.
1: <laughs> um, what's the other thing with the songs? Uh, the, the the codependents, the uh, oh. stalking. Yeah. The uh, the, they're too young. I had another one. I don't know. It was a good one though. I'll hang on to it. It'll come back to me.
0: Lazy rhyming. I don't know. <laughs> Uh so you hear your unintentionally creepy love songs. This one's a legend in the, the genre, The Police Every Breath You Take. Uh even Sting said it it came out creepier than he'd anticipated. Yeah. Um it is it is yeah, every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Is that is that stalkery? If it isn't, what is? That's a good tune though. Oh, it's fabulous. Oh, can't you see you belong to me? Please. Possessiveness. <laughs> The I've always been disturbed by this song, The Beatles' "Run for Your Life." Yes,
1: I thought of my other angle here. Um, The recent trend toward uh, girls singing. I'm going to, like, kill you or destroy your car or, or whatever. I'm or going to shoot, you know, all, Oh yeah, that that thing, which yeah. is really interesting.
0: I don't listen to a lot of modern country, and I guess that's kind of big in country. Kind of break up revenge <laughs> anthems. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: break yeah. up revenge anthems that include violence either toward people or things. Yeah. Um. Wow, where did that come from? Not cool. Now, there were wife shooting songs in country music forever. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, it's pretty amazing that they're as successful as they are. Uh, but this whole, you broke up with me, so no, no, I'm going to kill you or slash your tires or whatever.
0: Witness the Beatles, Run for Your Life, 1965. I'd rather see you dead little girl than to be with another man. You better keep your head, little girl, or you won't know where I am.
1: Uh, how did that become a thing?
0: In which John Lennon claims to love a girl so much that he threatens to murder her. Not only is that scary and possessive, it's not love. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Weezer Across the Sea. I probably know the song, but I've never paid attention to the lyrics. Um, Here's your your creepiest lyric. They don't make stationary like this where I'm from, so fragile, so refined. So I sniff and I lick your envelope and fall to pieces every time. I wonder what clothes you wear to school. I wonder how you decorate your room. I wonder how you touch yourself and curse myself for being across the sea. That's somewhat creepy.
1: Wow. I wonder what you're wearing today.
0: I guess it's the school reference makes it weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's 26 when he's saying this. He famously wrote this track after receiving a fan letter from an 18-year-old girl in Japan. Um,
1: But in fiction, you get to be a bad person,
0: right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it was a revelation to me when it finally clicked into my head. That songwriters write as characters. It's sure. it's creative writing. It's fiction. Mick Jagger is not a rapist, but take, he wrote, uh, uh, what do you call it? How did that flit out of my head? Because I'm old. A lot of people take songs. Midnight Rambler.
1: They they don't take songs the same way they take fiction, though. Nobody nobody reads a Stephen King book and thinks, oh, my God, he's an axe murderer. Right. No. Right. But with songs, we assume that the person singing it, that's their story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, I heard uh, Alex Cooper's No More Mr. L- nice Guy the other day. And it's actually a very funny song. But it's all about how, you know, because his stage show, which is just so quaint by today's standards, was considered shocking in the 70s. He was, uh, you're sick, you're obscene, which is the line from the song, too. Um, and it's just so funny and quaint now. But <clears throat> in the last verse, he goes to church and the priest punches him in the face. <laughs> huh. Hey, uh, and that said, sounds like a said, no more Mr. Nice Guy, no more Mr. Clean. George Michael, father figure. I will be your father figure. Put your tiny hand in mine. I will be your preacher teacher. Anything you have in mind, baby. Yeah, that's, that's it's, creepy. It's,
1: I played that song a million times as a disc jockey. Never thought about it, but that is very creepy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh the crystals, he hit me and it felt like a kiss oh. from nineteen sixty two.
1: What the no. hell?
0: Yeah, I remember we used to play that song when we were oldies DJs a hundred years ago. Um he hit me, and it felt like a kiss. He hit me, and I knew he loved me. That's terrible. The message of this girl group hit is one we frequently hear rattled off as an excuse for domestic abusers. He's only violent because he loves me so much.
1: No, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, does it's
0: it, terrible. Does and that
1: song still get played on oldies' song, radio? And it was
0: produced, I don't know if it was written, but produced by Phil Spector, who has oh. a long history of abusing women.
1: Shot his girlfriend to death and went to prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For instance.
0: So, I'm sorry, what what did you ask?
1: Do they still play that on country uh, oldies' radio?
0: i doubt it god i wouldn't think so that's that's i've never even heard of the group so yeah well they're a huge group are they okay well yeah it was the song was a hit in 1962 right so yeah so i haven't heard it on i listen to oldie stuff maybe that context would have yeah it's a little obscure yeah uh garbage number one crush from 1995 um eh, that's just this one's not that interesting uh, the Bee Gees' Nights on Broadway, 1975, which I have cited as perhaps my favorite song of all time. It's certainly in the top 25.
1: Oh, man, a misogynist. That's um, already it's, canceled. Yeah, you're canceled.
0: Well, canceled! I, well, I had to follow you, though you did not want me to. But that won't stop my loving you. I can't stay away. A word of advice for all men. If a woman rejects you, take the L and leave her alone. Uh do not stalk yeah it's a stalking song it's an I'm obsessed with you song Ringo Starr, you're 16 you're beautiful in your mind you're all ribbons and curls who would a girl eyes that sparkle and shine you're 16 you're beautiful in your mind
1: all those 16 songs which were very popular you wouldn't say that if you're 16 would you when you're 16 and you're dating a 16 year old do you make a big deal out of the fact that they're 16 no I think you make a big deal out of the fact that they're 16 when you're older
0: yes Johnny Burnett had a hit with the song when he wrote it at age 26. Creepier still, Ringo Starr had a hit as a 33 year old. Um, uh. Cavorting with a young Carrie Fisher in the music video. It's very creepy. Okay. I don't believe I've ever seen that. It is creepy. Uh, Nirvana, Drain You. Of course, Kurt Cobain was, was dark and crazy, but Chew My Meat for You, Pass It Back and Forth in a Passionate Kiss chew. From, my chew mouth my mouth <laughs> from My Mouth to Yours. What? From My Mouth to Yours. What is she toothless? <laughs> dating a bird? You're dating a girl with just gums. Uh, I don't know. It's real love. It's true love, right? I've got this meat so chewy. Tea. I got it for you. I have no legs. She carries me around. It's, it's 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 teamwork. People want the beef. Uh, Leona Lewis, "Bleeding Love." It's a mega hit. I, I don't know the song. Do you? Unfamiliar. Creepiest lyrics, but I don't care what they say, I'm in love with you. They try to pull me away, but they don't know the truth. My heart's crippled by the vein that I keep on closing. You cut me open, and I keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding love. <sighs> the hell, that's a disgusting metaphor.
1: listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show featuring our podcast one more thing get more info at armstrongandgetty.com how do i wear men's rings without looking like a
0: try hard douchebag
2: <laughs> <laughs> the streets are asking
0: <laughs> wow i yeah i at one time I, I i thought it might be good to have a ring my, not my wedding ring a different ring and uh, which but hand I felt what finger does she
1: i don't know i couldn't figure it out the thumb ring women like the thumb ring do
0: that? They? they do. Oh yeah,
1: a lot of women wear the thumb ring.
0: Uh, oh, on them, not on me. Yeah, no, 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 no,
1: not on men. Right. Okay. No, I don't think oh, we're talking about men. I don't think women man, like baby. men in thumb rings. Yeah. Um, toe ring. You going to go with the toe ring no. when you're wearing sandals?
0: Yeah. I like the uh, the story Todd Snyder, the uh, folk singer, tells about running into Slash in a bar. And Slash is wearing, like, six or seven bracelets on each wrist. He's wearing uh, anklets, and he's also wearing the... Waistlets. Waistlets. The only only (laughs) example Todd Snyder had ever seen of the waistlet. He had, like, chains around his waist, like necklaces.
1: They're the only two people in the bar. It's early in the day. He's looking over at Slash, and he's thinking, do I ask him, where do you even get (laughs) waistlets? But he doesn't ask Slash that. And I remember from the book, Slash heads out of the bar. And uh, says, take it easy. And Todd Snyder said, and I did. And I still am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks for the sentiment, Slash. (laughs) Uh, The Olympics are
1: supposed to be this summer in Japan. I almost hate to talk about this summer because I have this uh, kind of realization that's just been hitting me in the last couple of days that things aren't going to be going on this summer also. And while it doesn't bother me, you know, I'm not happy about it, but it doesn't bother me that much. I hate for my kids that we might not be doing stuff again this summer. I mean, because last summer, no state fair, no big trips, no, you know, anything or crowd, no summer camps, all the different things we didn't do. We're going to do the we had to cancel cousin Christmas. We're going to do that in the summer. I'm starting to think that none of that summertime stuff is going to happen either.
0: You know, my only uh, argument with that would be that, number one, the science on kids spreading as spreaders getting sick is pretty solid at this point, and I think more kid-friendly stuff will happen. And secondly, a lot of the idiotic, indefensible, and we yelled about them at the time, uh, restrictions on doing stuff outdoors, like last spring and summer, those are gone. The rest of the world has caught on that they're just needless and useless and stupid. I hope you're right. I'm hoping it's a better summer, especially for the kids. But there
1: ain't going to be a state fair.
0: Not too crowded.
1: There ain't going to be a 4th of July parade.
0: No. Outdoor fireworks? I say yes. I'll bet they will have fireworks displays. You'll just be told to 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 to. socially distance.
1: Um, But so Japan is supposed to have the Olympics in the summer, which seemed easily doable Last summer, and now starting to seem less doable. Eighty percent of Japanese don't want the Olympics to uh, to happen. Eighty percent. Wow. So the home crowd not real enthusiastic about it. You're gonna have an opening ceremonies with a bunch of people kind of shuffling around. This sucks. Flipping off the camera.
0: <laughs> I ain't waving no damn flag. I'm not doing no traditional damn dance. Here's a dance for you. Turn around and bury your ass. Hey. You want to see
1: an ancient Japanese folk dance? Is what it looks like. <laughs>
0: Both barrels. (laughs) (laughs) Lift up my kimono. Look at that,
1: huh? Oh, and the reason I said and the gold medal for breakdancing goes to, because this was going to be the first Olympics where they had breakdancing and skateboarding. I think both is... Exhibition sports. It's The Olympics is so stuck in the past. They feel like they've got to ease these in. That, that the world just wouldn't be able to handle all of a sudden breakdancing being a metal sport and skateboarding being a metal sport. It's got to be an exhibition sport. And then maybe the next time the world will, will not be so jarred by the whatever... There's new shows on every other night just trying to come up with something to entertain us. You want to throw in breakdancing? Freaking go ahead. Make it a know what? platinum medal. I don't care. Nobody you cares. what they ought to
0: do is the uh, like Ninja Warrior obstacle course yes. is an Olympic yes. event.
1: Oh. oh, you want high ratings? That'd be so much more highly rated than the decathlon. You take Ninja Warrior and make it an Olympic sport with the best people in the world? Yes. Holy cow, that'd be awesome.
0: Anywho. Put piranhas in the water. Yes. Oh, Up yeah. To
1: yeah, the penalty for losing should be death. I agree with you. <laughs> and in
2: a horrible fashion. And below this balance beam, a cobra pit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Incorporate more deadly beasts into the sports. You're ski jumping over crocodiles. <laughs> and of course, anything
1: but first place would have a gruesome death.
0: I suppose polar bears would be more appropriate than crocodiles for the, the ski jump, but yeah, we're spitballing here. It's the Summer Olympics, they're not going to have ski jumps. Oh, right, 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 i right, sorry, sorry. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, anyway. Exploding uh, hurdles? I don't know. So Japan's got a different way of handling the COVID. Last year, a Japanese amusement park asked roller coaster riders to scream inside your heart. <laughs> when you're going down instead of out loud. to try That's not to what speak.
0: I do every day when I wake up.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if I eat a pepperoni pizza, I scream inside my heart. Um, at this year's Tokyo Olympics, if spectators are allowed, they're supposed to do the same. Scream inside their heart. Organizers released a playbook this week with rules explaining how the games can be self-held. Spectators will be asked to clap instead of singing or chanting. And athletes will be required to wear masks at all times, except for when eating, drinking, or outside at least, at least six feet away from others. Well, if you're running the hundred meter dasher within six feet of somebody, at least at the starting Surely point. Surely
0: they don't mean during events. <laughs> and in this and then the
1: hundred meters, the slowest time we've ever had in the Olympics. Twenty seven wow. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Marathon fifteen hours. Yeah. <laughs> Three dead. Athletes will be asked to avoid unnecessary forms of physical contact. That's the sex.
2: See, see, this is the saddest thing to me because I really do feel like every well, I guess it's two years because you got the summer and the winter. But this is this is prime human breeding grounds, right? You, you got your apex athletes of yeah. all sorts yeah. hanging out in Olympic Village. They just won golds and silver, right? They're 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 just peaking in it, all sorts of ways, and now we, we don't we don't get to get our future generations of athletes. <laughs>
1: They're trying to avoid hugs, high fives, and handshakes. They won't be allowed to visit venues as spectators. Oh, wow, so you can't go. The basketball team can't go cheer on the track team.
2: Oh, that's (laughs) always so charming. Yeah. I did enjoy that.
1: Athletes will be banned from visiting bars, restaurants, and tourist areas. That'd be a lot less fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Thanks, China. Yeah. Japan should go to war with China over that. That's controversial. Mm-hmm. Bit of a history there. Look it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, did you? Do you answer the question of what ring you were going to wear? What finger you were going to wear a ring on?
0: I didn't know. I was experimenting.
1: Oh. What about a belly ring. Were, was pinky <laughs> was pinky off the table? No. Was no, this during? Pinky a c- was on the table. Oh, yeah. it has to be.
2: It does. Was, was okay. this during a cigar phase as well? Because I've noticed wow. some overlay with
0: that.
1: Is this when you were wearing all the scarves? It was. <laughs>
0: it was my Stephen Tyler Rivera Smith face. <laughs> Actually, Sean, it wasn't far off. Uh, well, I can't remember. Uh, we when I lived in when we lived in the Carolinas, you could get what is a twenty-five dollar cigar on the West Coast was at the time for you know seven dollars, and so I smoked some pretty g- good cigars. Liked it, but gave it up. Thought a pinky thought ring off. would be cool. Maybe some waistlets. Really completes the look. A mustache, hairpiece, white shoes.
1: I saw a video the other day with Slash, also one with Steve Earle, guitar players, where they were playing guitar and they had so many rings on their hands. Like one on practically each finger. Mm. Some dudes are really into that as like an expression of something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not that fancy. I decided I'm not fancy. Mm. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> What is the problem? I've never seen anything like this. this is when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? He is Armstrong and
1: Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere podcasts are given away because we're stupid. Ah! We sure got a lot of texts on what age are you old. Every time we bring up that topic, we get a lot of texts on that. At what age are you old? You—that that
0: sort of question tires me out.
1: Oh, uh, clearly. And you know, you—I uh, don't know. I think you've said this before, but for some reason, it struck me differently today. Um, what's the point of the question? I no longer have any interest. I've always been interested in that, and now, for some reason, I don't. What is the yeah. point of the question? I don't understand the point. Well, I would ask the point that of question. Hearing the answer.
0: <laughs> If
1: it were determined by science and God that you are old at age, pick your number...
0: Then, what are you going to do with that information? Commit suicide? Be bummed? Lay around the house and do nothing? I don't, I don't, I I just don't understand the conversation. I I am brimming with youthful enthusiasm for A, my job, and B, you know, fighting against some of the insidious ideologies going on in America right now. I'm as enthusiastic as a 24 year old. I'm the opposite. About about talking about this. I was
1: a cranky old person from age 26.
0: So. Neither but way. at the same time, you know, I got that youthful enthusiasm. My joints friggin' hurt, so I don't know. What am I? Am I younger? Or am I old? I don't know. I don't care.
1: Yeah. Um. To the uh, am I one of those parents now? So my son is super into scootering and skateboarding. Actually, I was had a had a conversation with Hanson, our executive producer, about this yesterday because his kid's was trying out for baseball. But um, I'm so glad that I live in a time and an era or a place in an era because place matters that athletics has broadened from the three sports with a ball which is what it was when I was a kid you either played baseball football and basketball or you weren't an athlete you either played those things or you were you were not an athlete and not being an athlete was not a cool thing to be Mm. Um, those are your only options I live in a place I think California's probably been that a lot longer um uh, that it that it's been more broad with sports than the midwest wa- was and then the era but it's stupid now looking back on it of course mountain biking is being an athlete or no. skateboarding or all kinds of different things in fact m- many of them are much harder well, uh, i more it's exercise. Being an,
0: it's being an athlete and a gymnast yeah a and it those just things.
1: and uh and so Again, I'm perfectly, it doesn't bother me a bit that Sam has zero interest in things with a ball. He is so into, into uh, scootering right now at the skateboard park. He gets up early on the weekends and says, can we go now? Can we go now? I mean, he just That's can't awesome. wait to get there. And he'll do it for hours until he's wow. soaked in sweat. And he's wow. sore at the end of the day.
2: I mean, it wasn't, is wasn't deterred at all by his recent uh, no. scarring. No. no, He was back the next day. Nice, yes.
1: but I mean, he just he's really into it, and he's and he's learned to do some pretty hard things. Um, so that that's his athletics. Um, God, and there's one guy there at the, sk- at the skateboard park. It's just so amazingly good. I watch him and I think, what is different about you as a beast that allows you to do that? <laughs> Everything is like in slow motion. He just comes up out of there, spins it around, lands and rides off as if it's, you like slowed down the camera. Yeah. And he he looks like, I could be wrong, but he looks like the kind of gall that if, guy that if you tossed a baseball his way, he would go like this. I mean, he would, <laughs> ah, it's going to hit me in the face. But yeah. man, his athletic ability at that is amazing. So that's cool that my son's into that. That's his sports. He doesn't want to play. He has no interest in basketball, football, or baseball. That's his Has
0: sport. he seen any of those parkour videos?
1: What is, oh, where you run and jump off the wall thing?
0: Yeah. That's like the uh, in real life gymnastics thing. I only know that from
1: New Girl. We were watching that on Uh Netflix. That one dude, Schmidt, he just see, he'll just out of nowhere, he'll parkour and jump off the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's really weird, and I didn't know what that was. Um, But anyway, so here's the downside of the being into the whole skateboard thing, scooter thing, is I doubt there are as many stoned people at little league practice mm. as there are at the skateboard park I was at the skateboard park the other day. And I thought if there's anybody here over the age of 13, that's not stoned, I'd be surprised.
0: I mean, I uh-huh. don't know, but I was just going to ask, uh, DEA Dick, um, was it like, that's a smell of pot in the air or were their eyes no, red or?
1: no, just, um, uh, well, f- f- the older guys definitely actually seem stoned. And then I noticed uh, 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 a crew of the younger crowd these three girls who dress like stoners um, <laughs> you know there is a look again that's not proof uh, but they uh, they all had to run off to uh, their car for a while and come back you know, a few minutes later and just
0: okay yeah
1: no, yeah
0: no, had
2: <laughs> some there was some I forgot there just had to run the yeah. car real quick. Yeah. I just saw her say, my hey, three friends. hey yeah. you
1: want to go over? Yeah. And then they ran over to the car for a while. Said, ah, okay. You're either drinking or smoking pot. One of the two. Um, and I assume it would be smoking pot with the, uh, the 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 clothing style that is pro- popular among that. Crowd. So that's that's one thing. I'd You know, I'd, I'd rather not have him get introduced into the drug scene any earlier than has to happen. And, um, and here's the other one that really makes me seem paranoid. He, uh, I was letting him go alone with his buddy to the skateboard park lately. So he leaves our house, and um, um, I'll drop him off, and then he and he stops by his buddy's house, and then they skateboard all the way to the skateboard park, which is quite a quite a ways. I mean, scooter all the way there, and so that's a lot of exercise too. And I'm happy with that. I'm the uh, I'm not the, I'm the non-paranoid parent that's letting their kid go off uh, by themselves and everything like that and learn a little free about range the, of it. exactly. Yep. Yep. until he told me about this guy at the skateboard park that it, that is really cool and is always uh, talking to him and telling him how to do tricks and helped him fix his scooter, said something was rattling on it and and helped him fix it and Hello. everything like that. And just, just, I got a little, just a little, there's just something, I don't know where it was in there. There's just something that tipped it over to the edge of, like, a little grooming-ish, little, you're a little more friendly as an older guy to these 10-year-olds than, you know, and I don't
0: Am I being paranoid, or is that at least lo- worth looking into? Uh, something's rattling on there. Let me take a look. God, that, my spider sense went, ring, ring, ring as soon as funny. you said that. That's
1: what tipped it over to me, too, for some reason. And then I was talking with a number. I, t- I told my wife. I told Hanson, and he agreed, too. Like, if I got my tool there, and I'm a dad, and I hear some kids Hey, I think your thing's loose. You want me to tighten that up for you? I would do that. I'm not of grooming course. anybody. Um. But he really idolizes this guy. This guy's really good. Guy talks to the young kids a lot. You know, He's either the best guy in the world or the worst. He could just be a nice guy. So I thought, and my wife doesn't want to go by himself anymore. And I don't know if that's being over paranoid or not. I don't know. Have don't you know. had any interactions with the, this gym? No, that's what I want to do is yeah. I want to go when he's there. Because I think, you know, these things aren't foolproof, but. Um, I think I could get some sense as a
2: yeah. Just hey, yeah. hey, I wanted to thank you. I, I yeah. understand you helped right. my kid with the scooter thing. That was solid. You know, were there any parts I can reimburse? You know, there's yeah, exactly. There, there's ways you can uh, yeah, bring he, up if, the conversation.
1: I just I, I thought one, him knowing there is a dad to this child and he's around occasionally, <laughs> and two, just um, if if his reaction is uh, oh okay, you know, kind of like oh, right, his dad's right. here, or versus. Something else. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, I'm I don't know. Good, Maybe I'm being paranoid.
0: Maybe I'm being The good pervs would know how to handle you.
1: I Well, I know, but I can't. you can't live your life. I don't think you can live your life trying to protect yourself from the best pervs, or you'll never get to do freaking anything. He'll never get to go to the skateboard park alone if I'm going to worry about that, right? Why don't, why don't you just go and beat the guy down? <laughs> <laughs> Preemptively. <laughs>
0: That was not serious, all right? Nobody freak out here. But
1: serious, that's true. If you're going to go full full on, I'm going to make sure this never happens to my kid under any circumstance, they're never going to get to do anything. And there are plenty of parents in the modern world that do that. Yeah. Uh, because of the one in a gazillion chance your kid could get abducted,
0: no kids go to the park in the
1: modern world. I just don't yeah. want to do that. But
0: Yeah, that's it. Well, you you follow your instincts because because your instincts are good. I will tell you this. It's, it's funny. I happen to have a uh, picture of my kids in the studio and... Um, my son always had time for little kids, um, and kids were drawn to him for whatever reason. He was like the Pied Piper little kids, and it's possible this guy is just sure. a gentle soul. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Or he's a perv, and you need to beat him down. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Flip a coin.
1: Man, there's an old couch that showed up somewhere at the skateboard park, and so a lot of the oh. they all sit on the couch. and Like, oh, yeah. That couch is there all the time. I mean, who knows what's going on on that couch? And I don't mean like late night uh, liaisons among lovers. I mean the homeless population is using that couch. Yeah.
0: On the microbial level, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Probably good for your immune system. It's out there, it's a little moist. It's <laughs> come on. Ugh.
1: How soon to a dispensary opens up next to a skateboard park? It just seems like you got to eliminate the the middleman perpetual motion machine. Is there do you know Sean is there a thing why is why is pot smoking seem to be so big with the whole skateboarder scooter crowd? Is there some connection there? Is it just cultural or does it make sense from a
2: not from a performance perspective thing? But I the skater the both of those have been kind of cultural snowboarding. And yeah, they, you know, just uh Oh,
1: that's it. It's a kind of like I was talking about with sports, not the cool sport, not the accepted sport. So that gravitates toward the yeah, the not acceptable the way quote to... misfit, and I don't yeah. mean
0: that
2: in like a disparaging
0: right. way at all, but yeah. Oh, that makes sense. No, I get it. Tr- trust me, as a musician, I don't take offense at that. I totally get that. Speaking of uh, uh, hobbyists who like pot, plenty of that in the rock and roll crowd as well. Probably for similar reasons. I don't know.
1: So give him a once-over eyeball, talk to him a little bit, and then just preemptively beat him down. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. That's really the kind thing to do. Yeah, using the skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Michael. That took it over the line. Yeah. A, a, erase this from the podcast. That was sick. Armstrong and Getty. Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at ArmstrongandGetty.com. I was talking about how
1: people feel about roads because of the big, contrillion dollar infrastructure package that's going through. Roads are definitely infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a YouGov poll. And about 60-some percent of people say they either think our roads are okay, good, or great, which seems pretty good, actually, if that's the way people feel.
0: Yeah, I'd say they're okay. I mean, okay. there are some rough patches, but okay. But
1: if two-thirds of people say your roads are good good or okay or well, great, I don't, I don't know how many billion dollars you need to spend on your roads. But anyway, um, uh, Sean brought up the idea we should take a YouGov survey sometime, which I don't think I ever have.
2: Yeah, I've, I've downloaded the app, and every so often they just send you, hey, you've been selected to participate in one of the surveys, and I, I got one of these in the queue now, so we'll just start it. I have no idea what this is going to be uh, based around. Uh-oh. Um... Oh. Would you like to kill your coworkers? Oh, well, this is uh, this is an interesting conundrum. It says I can't take this one on my smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: Wah, wah.
2: Sad trombone, Michael. Do you approve of surveys you can't take on your phone? I no. Do not. No. I do not. I'm, I'm against those surveys. Absolutely not. I'm
1: against anything I can't do on my phone. If you don't have your website set up to easily be used on the phone, I think you're making a huge mistake
2: in the modern world.
0: I would agree. Sure, of course. It's, you're, 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 you know, screwing yourself.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, this one won't be, uh, this is just my daily question. So this isn't like an official poll. These are just kind of smaller things. I wasn't necessarily selected for this one. Anybody can participate in these, but I I think it will serve similar purposes. Um, oh, is this just one question? Do you approve or disapprove of spanking children? Approve, disapprove, don't
0: know. Yes, strangers. (laughs) children.
2: I do it all the time. You know, what's interesting about
1: this? I remember a scandal years ago, and I don't remember what football player it was, but he had spanked his kids and it came out and there was horror and outrage and all this sort of different sort of stuff. And then when they did some polling, I was surprised to find that vast majority of parents are OK with spanking children. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you wouldn't get that idea from the mainstream you media.
1: definitely wouldn't get that idea from the media. I would think if you if you spank your children, you need to keep that quiet or you're going to just no. majority of Americans agree. We don't. But I, I I'm not highly troubled if you do.
0: You know, obviously the 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 unnecessary unnecessary caveats has got to be reasonable. Of it's course, not, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is Northern California disease. You know, you you, you yeah. start to believe everybody in the in the country thinks like a bunch of woke Northern Californians because they surround us. I'm not convinced. We don't, and I don't plan to start.
1: And it would be getting harder to do anyway with an 11 year old. But um, uh, I'm not completely convinced that it's not a good idea, that if you, you're, the reason you're going to keep your room clean, well, that's you're not going to spank your kid over that. What would be a spankable offense, a common spankable
0: offense? Open insubordination. Yeah. I don't
1: think it's necessarily bad that one of the reasons you don't want to do that is just it hurts to get spanked.
0: Yeah, I, you know, but I don't agree with it enough to do it. Obviously, I've gone back and forth on it, and uh, I will tell you this at you know, before your kids can truly um, change their own behavior because of their reasoning, sometimes it helps to just introduce a disincentive that they can understand. Uh, absolutely, but again, absolutely. with restraint and yeah. love, yeah, yeah, no, not a beating, obviously
2: uh next question which uh, I put us down as don't know uh <laughs> which of the following is either uh which of the following if either is a bigger problem in the u s right now systemic racism and policing vandalism and violence during protests neither don't know wow it's interesting that they give you those ch- those choices and
0: that's a that's a false choice and an idiotic framework so put, which is a bigger problem Joe down they're
1: both problems But joe down is don't know <laughs> um yeah, so that 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 you're Put clearly me down as racist. You're clearly leading the country toward a divide us more answer. No matter what exactly. the answer comes out of that, the the point of that poll is to divide us more.
0: Right, and cr- to create conflict. If my answer is well, I guess systemic racism by fifty two forty eight, then I get it a screaming match with somebody who answered the other way fifty two forty eight. Please, what an idiotic framework! I hate it. <laughs> i putting so, you down for don't know. Exactly. <laughs> of
2: course. Have you ever accidentally sent a message complaining about a person to that person yes. rather than the intended recipient? Several times. Yeah. Wait for the options, Jack. Yes, no, <laughs> or don't know. Several times. You don't know. You've done it, but you don't
0: know. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. God, I've not, got not much. Both, oh, of, yes. both of them make me sweat.
1: You haven't done it, Joe.
0: It, I feel got, like I have,
1: but I don't remember it. I've got two horrifying examples. That I don't even want to talk about on the air. Oh boy! All right, oh that, boy. that's a
0: yes. That's a yes. Oh God! You don't want to talk about. Well, we're not on the air. It's a podcast, and they're both text.
1: That's what it's the easiest to do is a text. You got two text conversations going on. You're involved in one. You, you started one with wife boss who else uh, brother sister mom dad the sort of person that you know that that, that you care what they think uh-huh. um you, you got that conversation going then you start another text conversation uh, somehow talking about them or something and uh and you forget you had the other one going you get a text you just respond to it not looking
2: that's what uh-huh. I've done. Because I've done it, the I've, alert, you're thinking, oh, this alert is from the last person I was yeah, conversing yeah, with. Yeah, I will course. simply continue this conversation. Now, I've well, done it course.
1: probably dozen, dozens of times where I sent the message to the wrong person. But only twice has it been a, oh, crap. <laughs> They've got to come up with a pull your text back.
0: Why doesn't that software exist? Is it like a five-second rule, like food that falls on the ground? <laughs> There should be a two-hour rule. If they haven't read it yet, you can pull it back. You'd hope make it You'd disappear. Wish. Yeah. Why haven't they come up with that? I don't because you would be manipulating somebody else's phone. I think.
1: Now I'm asking myself the question: in 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 both cases, was it a case of talking behind somebody's back that I shouldn't be doing anyway? Neither were. Neither were. They were perfectly legitimate reasons to have this conversation with somebody else. Right. About okay. the situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a bad thing to talk about someone behind their back, quote-unquote. I mean, if you're if you're reaching out to a trusted friend saying, hey, I'm having a conflict with this other friend, and I don't know how to handle it.
1: Somebody we're both friends with. Sure, yeah. We've got this problem. How should we handle it? That's what was happening in one of them. You know, in both cases, though— it got something out on the table that needed to get on the table. In both cases, it was definitely difficult and not the way it would be You'd prefer it came out. But in right. both cases, it was better than not addressing it.
0: By far, funny. I was just going to ask you if uh, is there some Freudian hit send going on there? No, no. Some sort of secret desire, unconscious desire. I suppose it's possible. How well, you I was going to say, if you say no, it's unconscious. That was right there in the question.
1: <laughs> I suppose it's possible, but so I'm, I'm we'll too put big you down for to... I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.